Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are served from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band, full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more info. Uh, there's not going to be any wall money in the, in the, in the legislation. Uh, the, um, however, if they have some suggestions about certain localities uh, where um, technology, some infrastructure, as I said, about the ports of entry, we might need more ports of entry, we might need some roads. That's, that's part of the negotiation. It's, it is not a negotiation for the president to say, isn't it's what Congress, what did he say today? Congress is, it doesn't matter what Congress does. I knew that he wanted it all. I knew it. Oh, really? The president who wants to have Congress be completely irrelevant in how we meet the needs of the American people. You don't meet the needs of the American people. That's the problem. But they won't ever get called on it. They, uh, They simply, you know, they just can't. They can't admit that there are so many Americans like you and me who want a wall, who want to see this country safe and would uh, support a wall, would support the building of a wall. I don't know. I, I, I guess I, part of me wants uh, Marianne Williamson to become the president just so we could all stop fighting for 10 minutes. It's getting really uh, old. I'm tired. And now it's starting to impact everybody in one way or another. Either you've lost friends like I have or uh, or you wish your friends would go away. In some cases, that's true, too. I got a person call. Uh, one of my listeners sent me an email saying, you didn't need that friend anyway. Well, except I got really used to them. They'd been in my life for so long. And to think that they could be driven away by a a red MAGA hat or something, you know, you really have to ask yourself, when did we get so insane? Um, but the president's going to do what he's going to do. I believe he will build a wall. I also believe, whoop, sorry, I just keep hitting that accidentally. Nice. Oh, well, listen, you and computers, he's not even going to waste his time. Uh, we are building a lot of wall, you know, we're not, we're not, I'm not waiting for this commitment. And I've told a lot of people, I don't expect much coming out of the committee because I keep hearing the words that we'll give you what you want, but we're not going to give you a wall. And the problem is, if they don't give us a wall, it doesn't work. Without a wall, it doesn't work. We have caravans right now coming up from Honduras, who we give a lot of money to, which is stopping, by the way. Uh, But we pay hundreds of millions of dollars to Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. And then they have caravans leaving their country coming up here. And by the way, if you go to Tijuana and you take down that wall, you will have so many people coming into our country that Nancy Pelosi will be begging for a wall. She'll be begging for a wall. Yeah, well, so be it. So um, Mitt had a fundraiser. Wonder why, right? Of course, the speculation is that he would consider running in a primary against President Trump in 2020, um, which is why many people think he even decided to run for the Senate seat that he now occupies from the state of Utah. But he just had a fundraiser for, quote, Team Mitt. 
or you announced it. It's to be held in suburban Virginia on February 13th. The invitation came from several MIT co-chairs, the most notable among them being Paul Ryan, who, of course, was his running mate. Other co-chairs are Dominion Resources CEO Tom Farrell, Washington lobbyist Marcus Faust, Republican Politico and former George H.W. Bush aide Bobby Kilberg and her husband, Washington lawyer Bill Kilberg, and government contracting executive Richard Montani and his wife Andrea. The invitation asks for donations from 250 to the top allowed 10,400. The people close to Romney say... There's no ulterior motive behind the fundraiser. It's an everyday event in which a politician raises money to give to other candidates who share his or her positions or who have helped him or her along the way. He made clear he's not running for the presidency, and I believe him, longtime Romney ally Ron Kaufman, recently elected treasurer of the Republican National Committee, said on Friday morning, there's absolutely no machinations here. Okay, everybody who believes that in my audience, raise your hand. Everybody who believes that, shout, I believe that. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't believe it either. So, I mean, how many times do you have to lose before you understand that uh, you're a loser? That would be my question. Interesting that uh, Cory Booker, who did announce today that he's running for the Democratic nomination, said it was a great announcement. I tried to play it, but it was that Alexis commercial in it. You want me to find it? No, it's, it's, it's everywhere, and I'm sure everybody will get to see it. But uh, does anybody realize why he chose today to make his announcement? I have no idea. You see, you don't... I don't understand what's, not, what's so special about today. It's the first day of Black History Month. Ah. I mean... That's, that's why I'm on this side of the microphone. Oh, it is we're throwing jabs hard today. <laughs> They're haymakers today, boy, in here. But that's why. I mean, you know, look, I, that, that that did not escape my notice. Okay, well, uh, when, when's September so I can announce my campaign? Why? Is it uh, Hispanic I History think Month? Yeah, I think that's oh, it. Okay. Well, Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris didn't wait till Women's uh, Month, did they? Is there such a month? Probably. I'm well, sure Multiple this... Sclerosis Month. One of those two I'm going to announce. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So Romney's not running. Cory Booker is running. How many people do we now have in the Democrat um, primary? Do we did we get a final? Um, it's 232. No, no. <laughs> I mean, who have actually declared. I believe there are potentially 222. But let's see what we're we have. double digits at this point. I think we're like at around eight. I don't think so. Let's see. Okay, we got Biden. List. We got. We've got. Oh, no, we don't have Biden. Bernie. He has not announced yet, and neither has Bernie. He was well, supposed to announce he, yesterday, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. We had John Delaney. You don't even know who he is. The former Maryland congressman. No, I don't care for him. He's on the little boys. Um, and then we had Julian Castro. Little little guy table. We have Andrew Yang. Kid table. Um, Tulsi Gabbard, Gabbard. Kids table. Well, maybe she might. Kirsten Gillibrand. Kids table. Uh, let's see. Kamala Harris. Mm, she's grown up table. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg. Definitely kids table. Uh, Marianne Williamson. Kids table. Cory Booker. Not the kids table. Not the kids table. No. So that's we have two, four, six, eight, 
10, yeah, 10, 10, yeah, 10 already uh, declared. And we need 37 more. Right. Well, we, <laughs> do you want to know who the potential? Uh, we have Amy Klobuchar well, we have con- considering it. Michael Bloomberg's considering it. Joe Biden's considering it. Sherrod Brown from Ohio. Eric Swalwell, the knucklehead. Um, Jeff Merkley from Oregon. Tim Ryan from Ohio. John Hickenlooper, the governor of Colorado, Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington, Terry McAuliffe, the former governor of Virginia, the man who is single-handedly responsible for me leaving the Democrat Party, Steve Bullock, the governor of Montana, Beto, uh, former Texas congressman, Eric Holder, former attorney general, Stacey Abrams, really? Former Georgia... She no, I don't think so. She oh. intends to make a decision by the end of March. And what's his name's joining this? Also, the guy who failed to be governor. Andrew here. Gillum. Yeah, he's somewhere in the mix with this. No, he says no. Uh, Mitch Landrieu, uh, New Orleans mayor, and Bill De Blasio, the New York mayor. So there are potentially another one. They don't even need the campaign. You can right now knock off twenty of these guys. One, two, three. You can scratch four, off twenty five. right now. That don't need to spend money, don't need to go out there, don't need to do anything. They can sit home. They don't That's have any chance. That's probably true. Well, Bernie has a chance. Well, Bernie, yeah, but besides the bigger names, the rest of these what guys... What about Bloomberg? Bloomberg has a chance. He can sit home, too. Nobody's excited Biden? about him. Well, Biden has a chance. You're excited about I'm Biden? I'm just telling you we love, that the Democrats, we love him. The younger people love him, too. Because and I think it has a lot to do with the memes, the Obama memes, and his attitude and stuff like that. They love, they love him. I'm, t- I'm sorry. I'm just telling you, there is an affinity for Joe Biden. They like the guy. I like him still. I mean, <sighs> I don't agree with some of the stuff, but I. He's the most qualified person in the country. To I don't be care president. about qualifications. That's they like what him. he says. I'm just saying it has nothing. To do with, they like Joe Biden. They what like about Sherrod Joe. Brown. Don't you like him? No. He can sit home. Eric Swalwell. They can all go have a powwow with Hillary Clinton for all I care right now. Jeff Merkley. I don't even know who he is, but he's he can go fishing with them too. Senator from Oregon. Tim Ryan, the congressman from Ohio. He was one who challenged Nancy Pelosi okay, two he, years ago. He can hang out. Speaker. You know, he can go to the little kids' table and okay. have some cookies. What about John Hickenlooper? He can go fishing. Yeah, there's no way we're going to have a President Hickenlooper. That's just wrong. Um, how about Jay Inslee? He's got a shot. No. Terry McAuliffe? I don't know why, but he might Yeah, have he a has shot. a shot. Steve Bullock, governor no. of Montana. Beto O'Rourke? He has a great shot. Great shot? I'm telling you. After this stupid diary that I'm got telling online? you he has a great shot. I would not be surprised. Eric if Holder? If there's like four guys left, he'll be one of the four. Eric Holder? No shot. Okay. Well, he's going to be at the big boy table, but he'll be knocked out, I'm guessing. Early on. Right. Yeah, because he's got too much Stacey back. Abrams? No. Oh, she's the one that failed in Georgia, right? Yeah. No, she's not going to. She's she doing the State of the Union response. First off, she doesn't. I'm, I'm that's, how, go, I'm, that's how uh, Barack Obama got to start. Yeah, but she's not that great of a she's talker. She's not Barack Obama. No, she doesn't talk. Barack was great when he spoke, though. But, I mean, that's. Yeah. However you want to look at it, that's what kind of cut made him. Com- comparing to Hillary, Hillary. Mitch Landrieu? I don't know who that is. He might have. <laughs> the, the mayor of New Orleans. No. Um, one of the Landrieu family. His, was it his sister who was uh, senator? Anyway, Andrew yeah, Gillum, no. Not no. a chance. And, and he's not. Bill de Blasio? No. No? No. Why? If they don't like him that much in New York. 
who said they don't like him. He got reelected. He got reelected, but they don't like him. They're Only not crazy about the it. The rest of the country won't vote yeah, for him. So that's for sure. No but I don't think the rest of the country will vote for any of the people we just named. I think maybe Beto. Joe Biden is the only one. I'm telling you, Beto. I think Beto is like AOC. You know, a I'm lot of you. smoke and mirrors, but nobody really knows or cares. And uh, again, watch. all right. He, he, I'm not saying that he could. I'm not ruling I'm him out. I'm just. He uh, will be one of the finals. Watch. He yeah. will be at the final table. Will Cory Booker also. be at the final table? Cory Booker has a great shot. Will, at the Kamala moment. Kamala will be at the final table? She'll be close. I don't think. Ooh. People are calling uh, her the front runner. Well, you know, when you start digging into Kamala, she's, there's stuff that hasn't gone out there yet that when it gets out there... What, the fact that she prosecuted parents for their kids' truancy? That almost I, makes I, I me like her. Yeah, but see... This, <laughs> but this, they won't make Democrats like yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. Elizabeth Warren? Come on. I think Elizabeth oh, Warren warmed out her welcome <laughs> at this point. You really do? I think that she's I, I mean, got the Native I, American She'll be on the big block. boy table, but I'm just, uh, in my opinion, at this point, there used to be a, 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 a fast, I don't know, because they didn't know her as much, and maybe she was a wild card, they thought, or whatever, doing that whole Bernie thing. But at this point, no, I don't think so. Especially I have to give it to you. After the Indian thing. Beto's like, the only really young one that has a chance. He's All got the, the look. He can, I, I think he can straight talk to the youth. There's a reason Obama already reached out to him and spoke to him in private. You know, Biden also reached out to him, spoken to him private. The team has already talked to him. I'm telling you, there is something going on with Beto that I have a strong feeling he will be, be one of the last ones. He'd be a great VP. And it may be a great V, or if they can spin it where he can maybe become president, they I might. Because know. he's young, looks good, he knows how to talk, he knows when he's speaking his points, he knows how to get he to it and cut to through it. He lost to Ted Cruz, one of the least liked senators in, in the and, country. But to be a Democrat Anywhere. in Texas to try to win in that part of Texas is hard. When's the last time there was a Democrat in that? That district, or in just that area. prior to him, it's a no. Democrat seat he's in. The senator, yeah. the senator, no, the no. congressman. Well, he, he was no, he's not there anymore. But when he was going after Ted, Ted's senator. That's the whole state. Yeah, but it's hard. So if he can't win the whole state of Texas, how's he going to win came the country? Close. I'm just saying he came close. Man, anybody who can't beat Ted Cruz is a loser. Anyway, let me. No, no uh, people uh, lost him already. So <laughs> let's take a break. Hey, you know. One of the other stories that nobody's covering and I was uh, looking at last night is another one of these Trump-Russia things that blew up in uh, in Mueller's face and therefore in the face of the media and the Democrats. Uh, this whole idea that Donald Jr., uh, prior to him meeting in June of 2016 with this uh, Russian, uh, Russian, whatever her name was, Natalia Veselovskaya, I can't pronounce it. It starts with a V and it ends with a Kaya. And there's a whole lot of letters in between I's that. Z's and W's. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Veselnitsky, Aishkiaya, or something like that. Anyway, um, the we've been told over and over again that two telephone calls took place between Donald Jr. and his father. So when his father said, I never spoke to him about that in the lead up to that meeting, um, it was, ah, he's a liar. He's always lying there. We have a, he did it. He did it. He did it. Well, now we find out that Donald Trump Jr. did not call his father uh, to alert him that what was going on in Trump Tower. However, the Senate Intelligence Committee did get Trump Jr.'s cell phone records, and it turns out that he not only never called the president before or after the meeting, but that he was speaking to a business associate both times. And once again, 
another conspiracy theory involving President Trump has turned out to be, um, well, let's see, how do I frame this? Inconceivable! Yeah, exactly. Uh, and in and also, the effort to paint it as something it wasn't is typical of what the members of the media do because they are... That's what they are. Anyway, um, so much so much more to cover, and we only got a half an hour. I think I have to pick and choose the next few stories. I may just keep it light. Hobo and I were just uh, having a little light time today. It's Friday. They were partying, Brennan's uh, baby shower. I never knew we threw baby showers for guys, though. Do you? Yeah, I was kind of laughing. I never got a baby shower. I'm feeling neglected right now. Yeah, you should. But, of course, you're not. I need my safety. You're no Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, let's thanks, take, let's take a let's take a break. Yeah, haymakers all day. Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. every Friday night of the year. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are optional. Serve from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band from 7 to 11 playing ballroom, standards, party music, and German traditional. Full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more information. All right. Uh, Wrapping up this week, and what a week it's been. <laughs> Just a half an hour left to uh, to talk a little bit about some of these things. We had that uh, that Mueller story about uh, who was in that meeting and who spoke to who before the meeting blow up in their face again. It just keeps happening, but you don't hear that on the news. All you hear is this insanity about how there was collusion. We know there was collusion. We think there was collusion. We promised there was collusion, and then there was no proof of collusion. So I don't know why we pay attention to that anymore. I just got an email from Kamala Harris thanking me for my support. She reached her first end-of-month fundraising goal. I didn't send her anything. I just happened to be on a mailing list, but apparently everybody got thanked anyway. Yeah, well, she was the first one out. I hope that she reached her goal. When I looked out onto the crowd on Sunday, the day we kicked off our campaign... I saw tens of thousands of people from all wakes of life coming together with joy in their hearts, ready to join. <laughs> Nobody in Oakland, Par- Oakland, Florida has joy in their heart. I just got to tell you. She's I've from been Oakland, there. Florida? Yeah. Oakland, Florida? No, Oakland, uh, California. Well, yeah, Oakland, California is a rough place. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, hey, they were all gathered together with morning. joy Thank in their God hearts. God, I woke up in Oakland. Yeah, exactly. Although the best barbecue. Oh, my is God. it? Yeah, they got some barbecue. And everybody now, says they have the best barbecue. In California, it's the best barbecue. Maybe. Yeah, it's excellent. Um, yeah, but uh, together we will fight to reclaim our democracy. Together we will fight for our future and our children's future. Yeah. Thank you for all you do. Chip in $10 now. Yeah. It does. I can't right wait for my Super PAC money. Chip in. They all want us to chip in, you know? Yeah, they all... Give us back something. They're right. Change. There's 20 million Bernie Sanders now. Yeah, they're all running. They're all trying to do the to same thing. To the left thing. of Bernie, actually. You know, they, they... Well, they all keep upping it. It was like, you know, 60% on the rich. Now it's 70. Now it's 90. Now it's 90. Okay. Said it's going to be 99.9. But, but does anybody really think that can win an election in America? No. No. It, it just can't. You need to be reasonable. And then, you know what? You kind of... I was thinking about this the other day, about you talking about Schultz. 
mm. you know, and where he's standing right now, I kind of think he's in a good place. I do too. I'm telling I, I'm, you. I'm not, I think I, he's I in mean, a real he, good place. He's a he's an open borders guy, which is probably going to keep me from actually voting for him. But other than that, he's pretty um, He's got a lot of uh, you know Reasonable. similar libertarian ideas yeah, that's, to someone like me you know I, I don't he said isn't that the American dream that a poor yeah. kid from the from the projects could grow up yeah. to be a billionaire I think uh, it is the American dream you know some little kids I sitting, think it's a mistake what the Democrats are doing kind of like they did with Bernie I think it's a mistake this whole thing oh they're not a true Democrat instead of being all inclusive like they say they are and let everybody be in nope nope oh no you're it's, not a real Democrat well, well what does or, that mean I don't know but some of these new terms I, I have to figure this out I just just got a friend well not frantic but a very sad email from a friend of mine who said now i'm cisgendered apparently that it means denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender corresponds with their birth sex uh, what you heard me cisgendered is a term for people whose gender identity matches the sex that they were assigned at birth it is the opposite of the term transgender. So I am what I, uh, whatever. Yeah, you know what, I am what stop, I was Just born. stop. No, Please but stop. but AOC said that you know that that that's uh, there's white privilege and there's cisgender privilege. You know there should be just a guy that is hired like it's an offshoot of like what police. What these words that just mean? walk out and slap people when they say these things? Just walk around and be like. That is stupid. Smack and just go to the next one. That is stupid. Smack and that, yeah, I would well, pay tax money for that. That guy, Ocasio Cortez, who was your, you liked her when she first came out of the box. No, I thought she she, she acknowledged her privilege as a cisgendered woman the, during right a podcast this week, explaining she will never know the trauma of being transgender. I got some news for you: ninety nine point nine percent of people will never know the no, trauma. Of being transgendered. No clue. Yeah. I mean... Is, I think this position that I made up needs more emphasis. Almost every single person in this country can acknowledge some privilege of some type, you know. I am a cisgendered woman. You know, I will never know the trauma of feeling like I'm not born in the right body. So cisgender... And that, that is a privilege that I have no matter how poor my family was when I was born. I still have this cisgender. Uh, if you never experienced different treatment in your life, you wouldn't know what different treatment feels like or looks like. So, what the hell does that mean? So cisgender is just acknowledging the gender you are? Yeah, it's like looking so, down, seeing a penis and saying, hey, I'm, I'm a boy. I'm a boy and yeah. just, oh, okay, I'm a That's boy. That's a problem now. It's a privilege. So you have to call it that? That's wrong. You, it is better to be transgendered. The people just need to be slapped yeah, I would have to agree with that. Just walk around. But uh, on top of everything else that I have going against me, I'm now cisgendered. So the whole time I've been cisgendered, I just didn't know. I thought I was a man, but now apparently I'm no, cisgendered. You're cisgendered, and it's a privilege. And it is a privilege. And you don't understand how, how is it? people who don't have that cisgenderism um, suffer. Because I fit... Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's, you can't even talk just, about this Just reasonably. when you think it can't get any dumber, right? Now, you know, it gets a little dumber. But I, you, I, look, I'm looking at this um, so this uh, um, Omar, Ilan Omar, right? The hijab-wearing pro-Sharia member mm -hmm. of Congress from uh, Minnesota who basically identifies herself as a Muslim, American, Somalia, American, everything but just an American. Okay. And okay. she was appointed to the um, 
Foreign Relations Subcommittee. That's great. Yeah, the one, and this is the one who said that Israel can't be a democratic state because Israel is Jewish. What? Go square because that she's circle. Jewish. Go square that circle. No, it can't be a democratic state because Israel is Jewish. What now, the that fact mean? that Muslim nations are Muslim doesn't bother her. But the fact that a Jewish uh, nation... That has elections. Uh, yeah, that has elections. Can't be democratic. That no. bother, bothers her. And then there's, of course, Rashida Tlaib, the other Muslim Democrat in Congress, who sees Jews, Israel, and American conservative as the enemies of humanity. What about the Saudis? I guess that's the who, before becoming a congresswoman, was actually a activist lawyer with the Democratic Socialists of America. How's that for an oxymoron? Democratic social, anyway. Um, who now sits on the incredibly important and very powerful committee uh, called Financial Services, whose chairperson is Maxine Mad Max Waters. You know. I just thought of something. We're in like a, a twilight zone at it, this point. If our, we ever thought our education was really bad, mm-hmm. right now, this is the labor of our youth right here. With this is Cortez it. This shows that. you what we and, didn't and, teach. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah. We need to do something. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, uh, the all the people who call the wall immoral. You know, it, the wall is immoral. But allowing a woman to call for an abortion on the delivery table is not immoral. No, that's not immoral. No, what are you talking not. about? It's okay. justified, Joyce. Just, right? just, just checking. Listen, I want to make. I want more money in my pocket, so you know, I get an abortion right when it's born. Yeah. Well, the left are, are applauding that a woman now has the right to have a baby yeah, murdered right up to the time it takes a first breath. That's basically the understanding I got. It's like, oh, my career is more important than this thing's life because it's not a child to them at this point. It's it's a thing. Not even a thing. Even when it's born, it, I don't even know. It's a possession it's that a, can be thrown away. Um, so all I can thing. ask you is, um, how is that going to play out in the election? When you, we're talking about all these Democrat candidates. How is this going to play out when blue-collar workers right now, their wages are rising faster than white-collar workers for the first time in a generation? All the things that the Democrats talk about, Donald Trump is actually doing, and they won't give him a second's rest or a little bit of credit. America is still the envy of the world. Employment's at record levels, especially with people of color, Hispanics, uh, more women ever than ever ever are working at good jobs, taxes are down, and uh, taxes will continue to go down under President Trump. There's barely any inflation in the marketplace. you got manufacturing jobs coming back into the country, and countries are falling over each other to make new trade deals with the U.S. So because of this president, thousands upon thousands of senseless and anti-freedom regulations have been eliminated. And, and... That's why I say, how do you think this plays out in an election? Because as far as I'm concerned right now at this moment in time, I want the left to keep going in this direction because they they do not resonate with the majority of America. You got our military being built up instead of torn down. Well, guess guess where all the soldiers come from? They come from the middle of America. They don't come from New York City. I mean, some do, but very few. They don't come from California and Chicago. Uh, they come from Kansas and Iowa and Indiana and, uh, you know, states that, that, you know, that, that the liberals thumb their noses yeah. at. You know who, who needed 
to come back if they were going to run. He's going to run. The guy from the military that was pro guns and everything, the Democrat, that they poo pooed on so quickly in the election cycle last time. Forgot his name, but you know who in I'm Michigan? talking about. Michigan? The guy who ran for the Senate? Michigan? No, he no. ran for president. Remember how those two guys that we totally forget, besides the Martin O'Malley, who stuck around for no apparent reason, that didn't need to be there? There was the other guy that he was from the military. He was kind of pro guns. I forgot his name. A Democrat? Yes, a Democrat. Webb? I believe it was Webb. That would be somebody that might do better than some of these guys. Because where they're going with this is going to... The whole party is moved so far to the left that they're not going to nominate somebody who's a moderate. That's what Schultz might do very well. That's exactly right. The most moderate candidate they have out there on that list I read is Sherrod Brown. And he's not a moderate. You know, he's the most moderate guy on that whole list. Maybe Tulsi Gabbard might be a moderate. I don't know, but she has no chance. They're already beating her up. Out of these guys, you know, Biden's kind of a moderate and Beto's kind of a moderate. And then everybody else is, whoo, and they're they're to the left. And these Beto's guys. not a moderate. Well, some of, if you read some of his stuff, he's kind of. No. Some of his things, no. yeah. He no, is. no, uh, no. I've read. No, I'll, I'll swallow Biden knowing that he certainly can come off that way. So he comes off. There's like a working stiff. But Beto is a lefty. Beto is open borders. Beto was taking all uh, open supplies down to... No, they're not all open borders. You who, see, the, who is it? Well, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying, America's I'm saying on not. the Democratic side. Uh, well, I Democrats. don't know. I guess they are. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like in, out of everybody, except Beto... Well, because they can't, really they can't come up with enough voters otherwise. Anyway, let's take our last break. So I did want to dispel one rumor because now everybody's all upset with me because I said I would vote for a, um, <laughs> a, a uh, Schultz-Williamson ticket if uh, there's a third party called the New Age Party um, with Howard Schultz, the for- former CEO of Starbucks, and Marion Williamson, the guru, um, that I, I could consider voting for them, and I'm immediately getting, oh, he's for open borders. Everybody's for open borders except Trump, okay? Um, and then it's like, oh, he hates Israel. He took all the Starbucks out of Israel. Well, I was around when that happened, and uh, apparently a lot of you don't remember exactly how that went down. First and foremost, uh, Schultz is Jewish. Second, not that that matters, because a lot of uh, self-hating Jews are in politics, but the truth is, um, he didn't stop his business relationship with Israel because he uh, is a, a, a Muslim or because he doesn't like Jews. No, it was a business decision, and it wasn't actually made by him at the time. He was in a joint partnership in Israel with a uh, company. I'm trying to remember what the name of the company was. I used to know. I, I argued this point so many times that I should remember um, what the name of that uh, of his partner was. Um, and yet I don't. Anyway, it, it was a business decision that was based on a, a whole lot of money being lost in the Israeli market. And I'll tell you why. If you've ever been to Israel, and I've been there numerous times, coffee is a very important part of the Middle East. And Starbucks coffee um, is crap. You know, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Because even here... Starbucks coffee is crap. I only drink Starbucks coffee if I have to. I mean, if it's the only coffee available, I'll drink Starbucks coffee. I remember my father wouldn't drink Starbucks coffee at all because he just thought it tasted terrible, and I would have to agree that it's lousy. I like um, Pete's. 
I like. That's P-E-E-T. If I go out to the West Coast, that's the coffee I drink out there. Um, here, I prefer Dunkin' Donuts. Sorry if that sounds too uh, white-collar, uh, cisgendered for your taste, but I do. I prefer Dunkin' Donuts. And I actually, um, I in my Keurig coffee maker, which is not actually a Keurig, it's a Hamilton Beach, but it's the same concept. I use a coffee from Brooklyn called Brooklyn Coffee. So uh, I'm not a Starbucks fan. And Israel, Israelis are very, very, very fussy about their coffee. And Starbucks wasn't making it. I think he had four or five, maybe even six stores in the country. And they were all failing. So they shut him down. But they didn't shut him down because he doesn't like Jews. So when people want to throw that at me, forget it. You can't do that. Um, one of the things I didn't talk about today because we ran out of time was this H.R. 1. Um, which is a piece of legislation that violates everything about the founding principles. I mean, the House Judiciary um, uh, had this H.R. 1 bill, which they say would literally um, be empowering all Americans. And I see it as a way of literally destroying my freedoms. Um, it opens the door to a new McCarthy era of rampant intimidation because they're, they're saying that the federal government should have the right to have people report to them who they associate with, what political party they support, and what political party they belong to. That is un-American.